we were involved in the local choirs before we started this training and uh, uh, that time we didn't even know that we can make a living out of music we were just singing the choir because we love singing and uh, fortunately we had people who believed in us even though they didn't know as well that you can make a living out of out of music and uh, and so it helped us to i mean to to move away from uh, from things that will affect our lives i mean negatively today i'm talking to sipu fubesi about the mzanzi tenors in south africa Sipo, it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Mm. Thank you for inviting me. No, it's a great pleasure. Where are you based at the moment? I'm based in uh, in the Western Cape in Cape Town. Okay. I see. Yeah. And uh, you are part of the is it the Ms after Mzanzi Mzanzi Tenors. Yes, it's Mzanzi Tenors. Basically means South African Tenors. Oh, Mzanzi, does that mean South African? Yeah, it means South actually. Oh, I see. So okay. South African tenors. Yeah. So and mm. um and obviously you are a tenor? Yeah. Yeah, and where did you train? I trained at the University of Cape Town in 2014. Oh gosh, that was a long time. and then when i finished my uh, first qualification i went to further my studies in manchester at the royal northern college of music that's where i did my postgraduate oh, i see so you you uh, you went to the uk yeah i went to the uk to further mm-hmm. my studies immediately after my first qualification at the okay. university of cape town So and then you went back to South Africa and how did you get to um be part of this um the Mzanzi Tenors You know I came back in South Africa in 2015 I think 2015 or 2016 and after I had actually a, a good career there in, in the UK because I worked for different companies like Glyndebourne uh, Royal Opera House mm-hmm. and I worked in Germany as well in Russia but I decided to come back because I wanted a break from from music and I decided to start uh, some businesses transportation and driving school but you know I always say to people that uh, music is like a, a calling and um, can you believe it that I I mean I was involved in the business for about 5 years but something just uh, pushed me to go back to 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 singing so I had to abandon all, uh, all my businesses and uh, uh, and relaunch my career but uh, when I was like sort of doing well after I decided to launch my career the uh, covid Uh, invaded our lives so uh, and also I was lucky enough to be appointed as a, as a singing lecturer both at uh, University of Cape Town and uh, 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 at the Stellenbosch University 
you know, ever since I started uh, working for both uh, of these institutions, I was exposed to a lot of talent uh, when it comes to opera, uh, specifically talent. You know, um, so I came up with an idea. And also before I go to that, actually, as you may know, uh, opportunities are so slim in our country, more especially in the art industry. Uh, so uh, it's always my mission and my wish to make a change, to bring change in terms of, of creating opportunities for other, for other artists. So I came up with an idea of, um, of forming a group of tenants, specifically, uh, as I said before, that, you know, I was blown away by the young talent we have in South Africa when it comes to opera. So I decided to form uh, 10 members, uh, in fact, a group of 10 uh, wow. tenants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, it really surprised me actually how people uh, were blown away and were so in love with the with the group. But it 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 was it, I don't think it was gonna be possible if I didn't get help from people like uh, Maestro Richard Koch and the Rand Merchant Bank, because uh, when I formed the group. Um, I recorded them. I sent the, the, a video clip to Maestro Richard Koch. Maestro Richard Koch is one of people who are also, I mean, uh, contributing a lot in the, in, the, in, the, in the industry in our country in terms of creating work for artists. Yeah, uh, I know. So I, I spoke to, I, I did an interview with him as well, and I know he said, you know, that he mentioned that he, is very um, dedicated to to um, support and help young artists also in South Africa. I mean, he's doing an incredible job in terms of creating work for artists in, in general, not only opera singers. Uh, so I introduced the project to him. And luckily, he fell in love with it. And then he said he would get back to me only to find out actually he was approaching uh, R&B to be on board to support us uh, and there's a lady there who works for R&B who, who doesn't actually like to be mentioned I mean uh, I think she's, uh, she's a very modest lady but I hope I won't be, I won't, I won't be in trouble for mentioning her name uh, Carolyn Waterhouse and she works for R&B she's the one actually who that uh, Richard Koch uh, talked to and then we managed to be, we were invited in the Starlight Classic in Cape Town to be part of it. And then uh, we were invited to be part of the Starlight Classic again in, in Johannesburg, which is a big thing for, 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 for artists because it doesn't usually happen. You don't get invited in Cape Town and, and, and in uh, Oh, just in, a second, Sipo. Okay. Oh, no, you're, you're, um, just, just say that part again. Um, you, uh, it's a privilege to be invited. Yeah, it is, it is actually a privilege to be invited both in Cape Town and, and in Tropic by Starlight. So we were one of those, uh, I would say, privileged, uh, uh, group. 
and, and the fact that they trusted us because we were just, uh, I formed the group uh, uh, in, uh, in November 2021, uh, 2021, when the COVID restrictions were, were starting to ease down. So that's when I uh, formed the group. Immediately they invited us the following year to be part of the Startup wow. Trust. I think it was an incredible, incredible opportunity. Uh, and I think it was a big risk for 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 R&B and uh, Maestro Jacob, but it worked. And ever since then, I mean, the the boys are growing bigger and bigger, and we are performing mostly every month, which is a great thing for for a new group like us. Yeah, and it's a big it's a big yeah. group, and mm-hmm. um, of course, it needs also the people to be dedicated. To, to this group? Yeah, this is what I'm trying to instill in, the, in these boys because most of them are not so experienced. Maybe only two of them were experienced because uh, most of them are, are students from University of Cape Town and uh, most of them uh, don't have experience uh, in terms of the stage. So it was their first time to get an opportunity to perform for the audience. So, so it is my duty to teach them that you have to to respect the the art form. Uh, you have to be punctual, uh, and also it doesn't mean you should lose the the passion, but you have to be in order to be successful in in this industry. There's a lot of, of things that we have to adopt. Like what I've said before, the, the punctuality, uh, I mean, musicianship, uh, uh, musicality. So th- those are the tools that you need as, as an artist in order to, to be successful. Yes, that's, that's wonderful that you do that. And it's also interesting that these aspects also come with the job or that it comes with the art form that you learn these things in, in all forms of art. There's this, this discipline also to work, to practice, uh, to get together, uh, to respect each other. Um, and it's such a wonderful asset that you, that you develop or that's a wonderful, um, skill that you develop with doing this art form. Yeah, I completely agree. It requires a lot of discipline to be to be an artist, actually, in general, not necessarily to be an opera singer. Uh, there are a lot of things that you have to sacrifice. And uh, also it requires a lot of, um, you have to study it. Uh, you have to study it because you sing in different languages and you have to learn the music as well. Um, so you have to, to be disciplined in, in, have, in order to be uh, one of the, in order to be successful, actually. But you mentioned down South Africa, and I've also spoken to uh, quite a few South African artists. And this is the thing that everybody says that there's not a lot of opportunities. And do you think now these young artists, these young singers coming up, um, that these types of things, these initiatives that you like you are doing is giving people some hope. 
Yeah, definitely it does. As I said to you before, you know, most of these boys didn't have uh, experience when it comes to, to performing on stage. Um, and also, that's why I was saying we are grateful to have, um, I mean, companies like RMB and have people like Richard Cork who are helping us to create work for for the opera singers in our country. And it's a shame because uh, a few years ago we thought we, we thought South Africa would be, I would say, uh, would be competing with the, with Europe uh, when it comes to opera. But unfortunately. Unfortunately, the opera declined a bit, um, uh, but, but it is getting better again. And also it affected, uh, it affected the industry because we, we ended up losing a lot of jobs. So, so, it, so the projects like this, they, they are creating hope for, for singers who are sitting at home, I mean, who are, who are very talented, who have qualifications. So it gives them hope. And also, obviously, the members of the group also, they are benefiting. I mean, I, I was joking with them, uh, with, with, the, with the boys, the tenors. But, uh, you know, when I first met them, uh, some of them were sitting at home doing nothing but now they can they can afford to buy themselves uh, clothes. Uh, I mean to to even treat their families, their parents. They can even send money at home. So it, so the, the the initiative is health. It is also helping them in in helping their families uh, at home, which is a great thing. So this is what we want to achieve in our country because we have such an immense talent uh, when it comes to opera. I know uh, Richard Cook said the same thing, that, that, you know, there's so much talent in South Africa and that many um, many of the singers have to leave the country to make a, a living. But now you're saying that this is opportunity for people to stay and to, um, to be part of this... Or, or many other initiatives. But do you think for young children growing up uh, that there is a way to give them more exposure to opera singing or more exposure to classical singing? Yeah, there is. Obviously, it's tough. Uh, but it is tough even in other countries like uh, Europe. But, I mean... It, it's very important to introduce the kids in this art form because it, it doesn't only create opportunities. It only opens the mind uh, because music, music is a language. Uh, and the fact that you get to, to learn languages like Italian, French, German, uh, English, and sometimes Russian, Czech as well. Uh, so I, I would encourage people to uh, to introduce the kids in, in, in this art form uh, by doing so it helps it helps them to I mean to open up their minds as well even if they don't take it further as a career but it, it opens up uh, exactly. people's minds yeah 
Well, I've spoken to Sonny Boyd Ladla and he was telling his story about how he started singing in, in a choir and how that actually gave him, um, uh, you know, the, the prospect of a, of a different life than, than just, um, what, you know, what, uh, maybe what he would have had or, or sort of, getting children off the street and and getting them into choirs so um is is that also something that you think is is important that uh, maybe your government should have a look and think of when it comes to the education uh, it's funny that you mentioned Sunny Boy's name he was actually my classmate at the University of Cape Town and actually really? he's a good friend of mine yeah yeah we we started the journey together you know, the, the, I think the government underestimates I mean, the, the role that the, the choirs are playing in the youth. Like people like myself and, um, and people like Sunny Boy, it, we were involved in the local choirs before we started this journey. And uh, uh, that time we didn't even know that we can make a living out of music. We're just singing the choir because we love singing. And fortunately, we had people who believed in us, even though they didn't know as well that you can make a living out of, out of music. And, and so it helped us to, I mean, to, to move away from, uh, from things that will affect our lives, I mean, negatively. Uh, so I, I think the, the government, if if they can, maybe maybe support the the choirs, the local choirs more, because they are the ones actually who help us to. In fact, they are the bridge to the opera to the opera world for us as South Africans, and uh, I mean. And a number, it's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable a number of uh, of youth that is involved in the crimes. I mean, it's it's incredible. Mm -hmm. So I I also agree that if, if if the government can can be more supportive in terms of in terms of throwing money so that the the choirs can be more sustainable, mm -hmm. uh, because. Uh, because we have a lot of youth that is involved with the players. Now, um, Sipo, tell me about this, uh, the, the Mzanzi um, tenors. What is the repertoire you're singing? You know, uh, we sing everything. Okay. <laughs> I encourage them to sing everything because we're trying to build an audience, a versatile audience. Uh, because we don't have a lot of work in South Africa when it comes to opera. So I encourage them to sing African music, to sing R&B, to, to sing classical music. Uh, there was a concert we were doing uh, last, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, at the Theatre on the Bay in Kemp's Bay. The, the, the program we're seeing there, we're, we're seeing from uh, we're seeing items from uh, My Way, uh, the famous mm -hmm. My Way. We're mm -hmm. singing uh, songs by uh, Miriam Akeba, We're singing Brindisi, uh, a typical opera piece, and then we're seeing songs like uh, 
songs that were composed by our local stars like Vusinova, Aspelelanga. So it's a mixture of of items that uh, that are talking to all the audience we have in South Africa. Uh, so I think it's important uh, for them specifically to see everything so that we build a versatile audience. Yeah, and you're or saying diverse, now, actually diverse audience. Yeah, and you're saying all the the, the different languages that you sing now. Um, in this, in the uh, group, do you have also different different tribes? Tribes? Do you say tribes? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, it is tribes. Yeah, yeah. We do definitely. We have Sutus mm. uh, and Corsas, uh, Swatis. Uh, yeah, we have uh, three tribes in the group. Yeah, and do you mm. think then the different languages of of uh, these tribes yeah we do sing all the language all the south african languages yeah uh, and also there's a there's a project actually we will be doing in the next uh, two months uh, where we'll be singing the specifically the traditional songs like iguijo iguijo it's uh songs that we usually sing in the in the ceremonies, in the uh, festivals, in the football games and stuff. So we collected some few pieces and we're planning to record them. But before that, we'll be performing all those pieces. And they they will include all the languages we have in the country. Beautiful. And who make the decisions? Uh, what you sing? <laughs> it, it depends on the uh, performances we we we're gonna perform. In fact, it depends on what we are required to perform, yeah. because we are usually asked to perform in different uh, gigs. But if it's a performance that uh, we're gonna do. On our own, I decide, and obviously I will uh, maybe ask Maestro Richard Cook as well to advise me. But maybe I'm the one who decides. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this is so wonderful, Sipa. I really would love to hear, um, you know, this uh, or be uh, or attend one of your concerts. That in uh, when I'm in South Africa, this is so wonderful. Do you only sing in in the Cape, or do you go? Um, more north as well? We do travel the whole country. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the plan in the future would be doing a tour where we'll yes. be traveling, yeah, traveling the whole country, but uh, we'd love to perform abroad as well. Mm-hmm. So if there are people who are interested in, in, in biking, definitely, definitely it would be a great opportunity for us. Yeah. So if I, if I can ask a question, where are you based? I'm based in Vienna, so let's hope oh, you can. No. Yeah, let's hope you can come to Vienna. Yeah, fingers crossed. Because yeah, hopefully, yeah, that would we, be nice. Yeah, I love Vienna. Is... It's beautiful. It's a beautiful country. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, so let's hope. Let's put fingers crossed. You're coming to Vienna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Sipa, um, so what is the wish now? You said you want to travel abroad, but what is the what is the wish for you for the Mzanzi um, tenors? The wish is to get more people uh, who are interested in invest in investing. Um, Anything that can help the tenors. Uh, by investing, I don't only mean money. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be better if it's money, but also information and knowledge. Uh, because as I said before, the group is made up of, uh, of, of, of students, uh, mostly. If people can help us in finding bursaries for them to study abroad, or if they can coach them for free if uh, if they can if, if we can teach them languages for free that would be lovely yeah that would be um uh, it would be lovely if if maybe i don't know how it works but i would just think it would be great if there are students um here abroad that can connect and and you know um sort of just reach out to each other or or connect with your with your boys that they uh sort of learn from each other mm. that be amazing yeah that would be amazing yeah, yeah. that would be nice yeah mm. but now uh sipu uh, i wish you all the best for the future uh, send my uh, warmest regards to richard cock um it's such a lovely man i just had i had such a wonderful interview with him as well and um, I'm so happy to to hear of your initiatives and what you're doing and I really hope that uh, children in South Africa will also get the opportunity to um, be part of such great initiatives and uh, to have this hope for the future that the ones that really want to start a career in singing that they're is um, something for them and that, you know, that the opportunities are there. Yeah, well, thank you so, thank you so much for inviting me to be part of the, of the interview. That's a great pleasure. It's, it was so interesting to talk to you. Mm. And, uh, and yes, let me know then when you come to Vienna. Yeah, I shall, I shall let you know, definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you. Okay, Sifu, have a well, lovely day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.